This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. 2-2. Looking for more than just a job? Look in the right place. For a career that inspires you, visit ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. You want to feel connected, at one with your world. Informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are, have an accident on the when important things happen, you see this man, contact authorities we're here at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting radio to 52886. Furnished by NAB in the station, message and data rates may apply. In the fast-paced world of today's marriage and family, it's hard to focus on what's really important. <laughs> Honey, can you pick up the kids at 3 today? Still, family decisions have to be made. Nope, I have a conflict. A conflict? You wonder how it ever got this hectic. Yeah, I have a meeting. Me too. And then it hits you. You are so ready for Focus on the Family. Focus on the Family. Heard weekdays on this station. Listen to Focus on the Family. Weekday mornings at 930 on Faith Talk 1500. You might think it would be easy to spot a child that's having vision problems. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Whoa. Eye doctors know that one in four children has a vision problem, but the symptoms might not be so obvious. Considering that 80% of all childhood learning happens through the eyes, it is clear that good eyesight and good grades go hand in hand. For more information on young vision problems, go to checkyearly.com. That's checkyearly.com. A public service message from the Vision Council of America. And reading is fundamental. Ramsey Solutions presents Chris Brown's True Stewardship. What if American households today got serious about stewardship? Not some old historic church word and not some fundraising campaign, but true biblical stewardship, managing God's blessings, God's way for God's glory. Welcome to Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Here's your host, Chris Brown. Well, greetings, folks. This is Chris Brown's True Stewardship coming to you from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. I'm Chris Brown, and I'm your host, who is so honored to serve you. This is the show where we talk about your life, and we talk about your money as we together reclaim stewardship, which is managing God's blessings, God's way, for God's glory. You can learn much more about that at stewardship.com, and be sure to check out the Chris Recommends section where there is a plethora of resources there for you. Well, our phone lines, they are open. Uh, Call in with your stewardship questions, and not just about money, but just about life. How do we steward this life for His glory? The phone number is 866-357-3283. Again, 866-357-3283. 
347-357-3283. Our first call comes in from the booming metropolis of Boise, Idaho. This is Brittany. Brittany, how you doing? Hi, Jared. How are you doing? I am superb. How can I help you? Okay, so I am 26 years old and have 300000 in student loan debt. Did you say three hundred? Uh, yes, I did. Well, how about that? Um, we got some work to I do. I know. Yes, absolutely. So $92,000 is in private loans, and I'm currently paying that off, um, and I'll be done with paying that off when I'm 41. Um, my federal loans, though, I have about 192000 and I'm qualified for income-based repayment. So currently, so they look at my gross income um, and my student loan and come up with an amount I have to pay each month, and then that's written off in 25 years. So um, currently, because I have so much loan debt, I'm at zero a month, and it will be forgiven when I'm 51. Um, but right now, my interest is 1100 each month. Mm. So I guess my question for you is, if I ever, if I have extra money on paychecks, should I be putting that towards the interest, or should I be using that to save for retirement? Well, we've got to get rid of these. We've got to get rid of the loans before you start saving for retirement. So that gives you your right. your big answer. Now let's dig a little bit deeper. Um, what's your current income? Um, well, it was fifty thousand, but I just started private practice, so we're looking like twenty four thousand this year. Okay. Um, so your projections, which I think you did those projections, right? 41 and 51? Yep. Uh, which means you're pretty um, emotionally tied into this. You're, you're, di you're dissecting this yeah. pretty crazy. Well, let me help you. First yeah. of all, it's not 300. It's 284. So that sounds so much better than 300. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a little better. Now, how long do you think you're going to be making 24? Surely it's going to go up. Um, yeah. I, I have no – I – that yeah, that will go up in a couple months. I hope um, once I get my full license, um, then I'll be able to see more clients. Um, yeah. So that should go up, but I mean, max I think I would be at a hundred grand. Um, you know, in the next four or five years, um, I could see my income being that. Where do you see it in the next twelve months? <sighs> um. Probably like thirty-two thousand or so, or maybe even fifty thousand. That's what I was making last year before I went out on my own. The uh, first and foremost, you've got to uh, increase your shovel, which means you've got right. to learn. You got to make more money. That's the twenty-four is not going to work. So, I know you're starting a private practice, which pretty much is in a sense investing into a pretty uh, promising future. Uh, you've got to determine whether it's more profitable for you to work harder within that same industry, or you need to go get a second job that m you might lose focus on. You, it might, might right. deter your focus. So you choose which one, but that, if we can get that 24 to 48, or that you know 24 to even 55 or 60, uh, that'd be ideal. So okay. um, whether you pay the, 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 the uh, private one or the federal one, uh, that's another issue. I think for me, if you just take the private and federal out of it, you want to do the private first just because it's smaller and it fits into our yeah. debt snowball yeah. is a smaller one. So you're doing that fine and you want to make those payments aggressively as possible. Um, right. You're proving right now that you can live on $24,000 a year. So, yeah. <laughs> and so what, this is what happens when my kid brings home an A. When my kid brings home an A, guess what? He proved that he can do it. And so he absolutely just... Um, kind of painted himself into a corner. He has to get an A every semester right. now. 
<laughs> so right. you've proven that you can live on $24,000 a year, possibly even twenty. Um, so when you do get your increase, which is going to happen, you seem like a very sharp lady. When it increases, you just need to stay on 24 until it's gone. You've proven that you can do it. Right. So you're living on 24,000 for the next, um, you know, I don't, it ain't going to take to 41. You've got an aggressiveness. You're, you're obviously dialed into this thing and, um, yeah. it won't yeah. be 41. You'll do it faster than that. Okay. Um, you're going to, okay. you're doing that based on making 24 for the next, uh, uh, 15 years. And that ain't going to happen. Time. Yeah. You will not yeah, be making 24,000 right. for the next 15 years. I can guarantee you that. Right. Um, but I do think, um, regardless if it's, you're paying off at 41 or 31, it's going to take a very aggressive nature. So you've got to get after it. You've got to live on, you've, you might've heard, if you ever heard uh, of, uh, my mentor, Dave Ramsey always says, live on beans and rice. You've got to do that. You've got to keep it very, very simple. You got to be very content. You've got to, your recreation's got to be very strategic. You got to be on a tight budget and, um, and you'll be just fine. So, um, I know it's a big, you know, big deal. I would have make sure that is, you know, you're you're going towards ninety two thousand and one ninety two. Those are big goals. I would break yeah. those down into benchmarks, maybe quarterly. Okay. I want to pay off twenty thousand a quarter, or thirty thousand a quarter, or maybe it's ten thousand a quarter, whatever that is, and celebrate along the way. You know, do something yeah, on the way. Yeah, yeah. You got to make sure that you keep hope alive. Um, yeah, be, <laughs> and I feel hopeless right now. Yeah, and so you've got to just shave it down into smaller accomplishments. It's like if I want to go out and run a marathon tomorrow, uh, or, or I want to run a marathon by, um, I can't go out and run 26 miles. I just can't do it. So, what's the best three mile time I can do? And then I do that. And then I want to see if I can get that three mile time under 21 minutes. When I do that, I can go up to four miles. And you just make these little small benchmarks that you can celebrate along the way. Uh, Psalm, yeah, really Psalm 37.7 says this, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Now, I tell you that verse because in this next, let's say it's five years, let's say it's 10 years, I'm not sure what it is for you. It depends on your aggressiveness. You're going to have moments where you're going to feel like everyone else is just jamming right beside you. And they're doing this right. and they're doing that. And you've just got to make sure that you're, you 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 are staying close to God. You're enjoying the process. You're trusting the Lord. You're not just being patient with Him and not doing anything. You got to be working hard too, but um, just don't get all caught up in what everyone else is doing. They're probably, unfortunately, and I don't mean this mean, is they're probably spending over what they make, um, right? And they're going to put themselves in a hole. And you are doing the right thing. You're going in the right direction. And if you start just kicking tail on your retirement at 36 or at 41. You can do some catch up. You won't be able to catch up like you did if you did start at 26, but you just you, right. you could still do very well. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for helping me out there. Good, I, Brittany. I, I I'm telling you, I talk to a lot of people. I can hear it in your voice. You're a winner, and you're gonna win. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Our next call comes in from Rapid City, South Dakota. This is Eric. Eric, how you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, I am superb. How can I serve you? I had a question. Uh, we're just kind of latched onto the the baby step, and uh, I've never had uh, credit card debt or any of that. Um, we did have a small uh, home, uh, like a commercial loan for a rental unit that we own uh -huh. that we paid off for baby step two, and then uh, now we're on to three where. We uh, need to come up with a fully funded emergency fund, uh -huh. and uh, uh, it's going kind of slower than I would like. But uh, I, I was my question is, 
if I can use my Roth IRA to save up for um, my fully funded emergency fund and just keep it within that Roth IRA? Um, yuck, yuck, and yuck. That is not a good solution. Um, I'm, I'm being a, a little bit fun with you, but I want to make sure I'm very clear that you do not want to pull from something that's going to gain years and years and years of compound interest just because you're being a little impatient. And I have struggled with that myself in Baby Step 3. And I bet you, I mean, this broadcast is going all over the country and all over the world. And uh, I bet you there's a huge percentage of our listeners right now that are stuck on Baby Step 3, and they know exactly how you feel, Eric. So you're not alone. Uh, you know, b Baby Step 1 uh, goes pretty darn fast. And you're like, oh, well, this is the, this is the standard. We go through these steps this fast, and it's going to be awesome. And then baby step two went fast for you, too, because you didn't have a, a tremendous amount. And so you kind of nailed that really fast. And so you're now hitting a little bit of a plateau and very, very normal. Um, what is your income, Eric? Uh, around 70. 70. Okay. And you're in Rapid City. Rapid City is not very expensive to live, right? Not terrible. Okay. Um, and you have no debt. And what do you uh, – what kind of a home are you living? Are you renting? Are you? Do you have a mortgage or? No, we have a mortgage. Okay, and at, uh, how much is that a month? Um, it's, we pay eighteen hundred on that a month. Okay, um, so here's the deal. Um, and did you say you still had a rental? We do. Okay, and we have a and, and and tell me a little bit about your rental. Uh, it's in a different town. It's just it was the first house I ever bought. We kept it as a rental. I guess it's just mostly paid for itself uh -huh. along the way. Uh, nothing special. I think we bought, you know, used that rental income to buy a few cars outright. So we've I've never had to have a car loan or anything. So we like that about it. Um, do you have a, Do you have any equity in that home? Yeah, that's completely paid for, 100% paid off. How much is it? Um, when we did our last little bit of work to it, we had a realtor look at it, and uh, she thought that it was between 90 and 100, right around probably 95. Okay. How much do you have in savings now? Um, altogether, I would say we probably have 4,500. Saved up. Okay, so you need um, roughly um, anywhere from let's just let's just say maybe twenty k. You need twenty to twenty to thirty k uh, to finish out baby step three. Um, there's your answer. I'd sell the rental. If I were to ask you the question, would you, if you didn't have a rental today? And I asked you, how would you like to invest your money? You'd say, oh, you know what? I'd love to buy a home, about $100,000 in a town that I don't live in. You probably wouldn't do that. And right now, you've got all of your investing that's non-diversified. It's all relying on one neighborhood and one house. And I don't like that. I like you having rental homes maybe after you've finished Baby Step 6 and Baby Step 7. Uh, but I don't like you having a rental home that early. That's your answer. If you don't like that answer, of course, you can go and just completely pick up a part-time job or a quarter-time job and then up your work. But please, please, please do not cash out any kind of Roth IRA or any kind of retirement. All right. All right. I want you to make sure that uh, you hear this. This is straight from the scriptures just for you. 
let us not become weary in doing good. And that's what's feeling right now. You're, you're doing good. You're doing the right thing for your personal finances. It says, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And Eric, that would be the theme of our, our, of our conversation is please do not give up. That's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Thank you so much uh, for your call. Well, folks, if you are ready to take the first step towards fixing your money problems, then you need Financial Peace University. The Financial Peace University has helped over two and a half million families get out of debt. It's helped them save for the future and, and learn how to handle money God's way. You can take it in a local class uh, as a home study, or you can take it online. To find out more about Financial Peace University, just visit stewardship.com and click on Chris Recommends. That's stewardship.com, or you can call us at 866-357-3283. 866-357-3283. Thank you for joining us today on Chris Brown's True Stewardship. If you have a question for Chris, email him at chrisonair at stewardship.com. That's chrisonair at stewardship.com, or call him at 866 866- Three five seven three two eight three. That's eight six six three five seven three two eight three. Now we continue with Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Here's Chris. Feel free to email me at chrisonair at stewardship.com. And of course, you can continue to call in at 866-357-3283. Uh, this email comes in from a gentleman named Chris. He says, my company doesn't offer a 401k match, but instead offers profit sharing. Uh, Is this a good option or should I go with an IRA? Thank you for giving insightful information while I'm at work. Well, if your 401k um, doesn't do a match, I would do a Roth IRA first. Um, You're going to have a lot more control and um, it's going to be, you know, that same tax-free growth and uh, It's just a great instrument. I'll do the Roth IRA first all day long if you're not getting that free match. And then you might want to go back to a 401k after that or go to traditional IRA or grow stock mutual funds. But start with that Roth IRA. And for most folks who are listening right now, uh, that gets them to that 15% of their, uh, you know, investing in their um, net spendable income. A profit share, you know, if you're thinking about how to process that, if you get that, kind of treat that as bonus income. It's income coming in, and just treat it as income. So if it happens to be 200 bucks one month or 50 bucks the next month, or maybe it comes in quarters, just treat it as more income. It's not an investment. Profit share is uh, of more of an income than an investment, so think of it that way. But uh, good question. Again, folks, this is Chris Brown's True Stewardship. It is an honor to serve you. And uh, we actually have a call on the line from Minnesota. This is Steve. Steve, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? I'm blessed, my friend. How can I serve you? Hey, nice talking to you. Um, I guess I'm a 58-year-old, single father with a 9-year-old, okay? And so working self-employed all my life, um, not a lot of room for investment myself. But now I'm, you know, make a little bit of dough and been saving up. And I want to, you know, try to put my son on the right track to, you know, remember what dad did for him and you know such like that so yeah what what uh, i you know i talked to a local and you know uh, broker people and stuff and they you know 
gave me a couple of tips, but I listen to you guys every day, and uh, I wanted to see what you had. Well, what was my first step to, uh, you know, doing some investment for his lifetime uh, deal? Yeah. Or is that unusual for, for, for somebody to get, a you know, a, at that young age and, and started like that? No. Well, actually, you know what? It is unusual, and that is sad. And uh, what you want to do for him uh, is amazing. And I actually have a nine-year-old. I have a 10-year-old, nine-year-old, and a seven-year-old. So I'm right in the middle of this as well. I want to make sure I leave my kids something. I figure if I start now, I can do something like I want to do for myself, but wasn't able to do. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, the most important thing you're going to give him is not necessarily just an investment. You know, the Proverbs 13:22 says that a good man um, a good Steve uh, leaves an inheritance to his children's children, leaves an inheritance to the next generation and the next of the next generation. And it's the whole idea is a living a legacy. Now, that verse is not just about money. And right now, um, based on the way you asked your question, you are a little bit singular focused towards just money. And what I would I would say is what's even more important than that is leaving him character. And the the re- and I can tell by the, because you're so concerned about this, you are concerned about him having character. Uh, also, leaving the desire to work hard, to be a hard worker. Um, I, if you're going to leave something for him, um, I would go through a proverb a day with him. A proverb a day, um, every single day that you guys sit down and talk through the proverbs because. In the Proverbs, it talks about saving. In the Proverbs, it talks about investing. In the Proverbs, it talks about the, uh, the um, danger of debt. It also talks about hard work. And uh, so I think as you go through life and you think about the biggest temptations that he is going to experience, you talk through those temptations in the eyes of the Proverbs, which is written by the wisest man who's ever lived. And then on top of that, you model good financial principles in your own life and you actually process them out loud so he can see you doing it and you model humility so even if in your personal finances steve you don't have your act together maybe something's off maybe you're not as far along as you'd like to be you're humble about it and you say well here's what i'm doing to fix it as not a victim's mentality but here's what i'm doing to get back on the right track so here's here's what i, I would suggest for you to do I would walk through the baby steps yourself, and I would I would let him join in on the conversation. And what I'm talking about with baby steps is Financial Peace University. So uh, what I would do is I would go through Financial Peace University yourself if you're not already. And uh, in addition to that, I want to give you a couple resources for free. Are you okay with that? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, 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 and but can I just add something there? Sure. I've been talking to him for years about, you know, like financial and I showing him a couple of charts and here's what your hundred dollars is going to make by the time you're, you know, yep. and he gets bored with that, of course. But I also, you know, and I listen to you and Dave and, and the instilling of giving. And I've been a small business owner with little restaurants and stuff. And end of each day, I give away food every single day of my life. And that's what I can do. You know, I can't give away money. But I can do that, you know, where where some people need it or such. But I instill that in him, the sharing and 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 all that stuff too. So yeah, well, that's uh, good. That's the- uh, not just the financial thing. He he's on the right track for for the giving and sharing, yeah. and, and you know, the kids at school and and, and so forth. So. I'm getting him on the right track there. I just figured it's yeah. about time to do something the financial. So yeah, I love yeah. it. Now I appreciate I appreciate your your. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so you and your personal finances, you want to make sure that you're completely out of debt. 
You want to make sure you have savings, make sure that you're investing, uh, make sure you're going through these baby steps to financial freedom. Um, but at the same time, I know you're talking to them about what $100 can do over time. We want to make that more fun, uh, especially coming from uh, us who are, you know, kind of in the, uh, I'm kind of putting myself in the same uh, age bracket as yourself, but we're not fun to a nine-year-old. I'm not, and you're not. I mean, as much as we try to be. So we've made it fun for you, and it's called Financial Peace University Junior, FPU Junior, and it's actually tailor-made to that specific age. So here's what we're going to do. I want to give you Financial Peace University Junior uh, for your child, and in addition to that, I want to give you Smart Money, Smart Kids. Uh, so that you can be prepared for them getting into maybe a little bit older ages. Um, but, um, yeah, so FPU Junior is coming your way, and so is Smart Money, Smart Kids. Amanda, our call screener, uh, when we hang up, she'll get all your information. We'll send it right to you. Yes, you're the best. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for the call, and um, and let's stay connected. Well, folks, that was an incredible call. Lots of fun. I love seeing the next generation being molded the way they should be and with a heart of stewardship, managing God's blessings, God's way for God's glory. I got an email here from Ruth. She says, my name is Ruth, and I'm really enjoying listening to your show. I'm always encouraged by how you point everything back to Scripture. My question is, what advice would you give to a 20-something who has saved about $20,000 in the bank? Way to go, Ruth. What would be my next step towards investing wisely? My goal is to be able to buy my own house debt-free. Well, I would work the baby steps, just like anyone else would do with your early 20s or you're not. Um, now, the, as far as the, debt, the, the house is concerned, if, if you're thinking you're going to buy a house in less than seven years, or less than I'd say less than five years, you want to uh, put your money in a money market account where it's liquid, it's there, it's available, and you can pull it out and uh, you can put it towards a home. If it's going to be more than five years, then um, you want to put it in gross stock mutual funds, and then you can just pull it out, not retirement, but just your regular gross stock mutual funds, and pull that out when you need it. Um, just remember a couple things when you go to buy the house. Money is made in real estate on the buy, on the buy. So make sure if you've got this cash that make sure that you use that cash and let it work for you. Also, think through, you know, your biggest tool is your income. So if you're 20-something, get that income up. Man, make some more money. And so then you'll have more uh, to put down, or you can just buy it in straight cash. Um, and uh, if you do get a mortgage, you're looking for a 15-year, 20% down. You want to make sure the payment on it is less than 25% of your spendable income. As always, it is a pleasure serving you. And again, check out stewardship.com. You've heard me reference that website several times, stewardship.com. That is the place to be. Of course, be telling your friends and family about the show. And um, for those of you who are listening on iTunes, please leave a, <laughs> leave a kind review there on iTunes. Um, until next time, uh, let's stay connected at Chris Brown On Air. Uh, I'm pretty involved and pretty active on uh, most of the social networks, especially Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until we uh, meet again, let's continue to manage God's blessings, God's way, and for God's glory. God bless y'all.
Churchstaffing.com has hundreds of free job listings for pastors, secretaries, maintenance, and IT. Get a job you truly care about. Go to churchstaffing.com. Churchstaffing.com. Want to speed up bonding in your step family? Stop orchestrating togetherness and just let them simmer. For Faith Talk 1500, WLQV, here's Family Life Blended's Ron Deal. Parents and step families can be quite anxious about how quickly people are bonding, but wise parents learn to be patient. One stepdad I know figured this out the hard way. He said, when my kids came over to visit for the weekend, they would hug some of their step siblings and shake hands with others. Then her kids would migrate back to her and mine to me. At first, we thought we had to group everyone together all the time so they would like each other. But we learned to let them simmer and respected when and how they chose to blend. Yeah, let them simmer. They'll figure it out. For Family Life Blended, I'm Ron Deal. To find out more, visit FamilyLifeBlended.com. Just as you uphold certain household rules and boundaries to protect your family and keep them safe, the same is true for God's family. This week on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg describes the biblical guidelines for the household of faith. Listen to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Truth For Life, weekdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 1500. You are a smart person. You know what side the butter goes on. You can't help but bark up the right tree. You even know who let the dogs out. So in your search for the perfect job, 